0: Hello lovelies. Welcome to my podcast, Love, Hope, and Fluffy Stuff. It's your girl, Alyssa. So I just wanted to jump right into saying that this podcast will is a safe haven for my fellow fatties, a place where you can unwind and be your authentic self. This space promotes kindness, respect, and love, and we show empathy and compassion to those seeking it. Um, I am by no means perfect, none of us are, we are all flawed, but I have the same rights as you to love mine. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about intimacy. Last podcast, we talked about sex and waiting, if that's your thing, you know, no shade, um, to anyone who is deciding that they don't want to wait or they do want to wait, whatever. It's your tea. You drink it, baby. This episode, I want to talk about intimacy. I know you might be thinking, what does a virgin know about intimacy? You'd be surprised. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, stick around until the end and let me know if you learned some things or if you feel like I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, just just give it a quick listen. Um, A lot of the time we confuse intimacy with sex. We think the physical touch is all that it encompasses. When I think of that word, I visualize closeness. Uh, I think of the Rihanna song, California King, If you haven't heard the song before, it's an oldie, but a goodie. You should definitely check it out. So in the song, she reflects on the closeness that she once had with her lover. Despite them being chest to chest, nose to nose, palm to palm, somehow distance came between them. Though they were in that California king bed together, it felt like they were thousands of miles apart. That is what I mean when I say that intimacy is more than just screwing. It's the relationship that you build together outside of the bedroom. The meat, so to speak, of the relationship that holds it together and it's not just for couples. Uh, Intimacy, in my opinion, can be had with friendships and family ships. Because to me, it's being vulnerable and transparent with someone that you're in a ship with. Now, with all that being said, your girl is terrified of intimacy. It brings a vulnerability to the table that I've just never been good at, that I've never been able to provide in a relationship with a man. When you've spent your entire life being bullied for living in your skin, it's difficult to be vulnerable. To expose yourself to someone else's opinions willingly? Oh, no to be completely bare in every sense of the word. You reveal to them the good, the bad, and also the ugly. Then you have to figure out if they are going to stay, stick it out, or run away. Having to lay your broken pieces down in front of someone and trusting them to not break them more than they already are, is gut-wrenchingly tough. I think of all the scars, bruises, blemishes, imperfections I hold on my physical body and in my soul. And I haven't met one person, one person that I felt will accept all of me. Not one single person in my life do I feel like I can hold out all my broken pieces just in the palm of my hand, transfer it over into theirs, and they will hold it as gently as a toddler holding an egg. There is always something that they make you feel less than about. There are always pieces that either slip through the cracks or that they back away from and say, yeah, that's too much. I I think I'm going to pass. Which makes it all the more difficult to be vulnerable for the next person, to be intimate with the next person. You continue down this road, then you end up building walls until it is virtually impossible to have intimacy with someone. Instead, you settle for mediocre sex and try your hardest not to succumb to lowering your walls for that person. So another reason why I shy away from sex and intimacy is due to my, I'm going to butcher this word vaginism. It's V-A-G-I-N-I-S-M-U-S. You can Google it if you'd like. (laughs) I don't know if you've ever heard of the word before, but it's the body's automatic reaction to the fear of some or all types of vaginal penetration. Whenever penetration is attempted, your vaginal muscles tighten up on their own. And you have no control over it. That is what I was talking about last episode. What happened when I was living with that guy and tried to have sex. I couldn't explain to him what I was feeling, because I didn't know at the time. Or why I couldn't go through with it. My body physically wouldn't allow me to. Imagine spending your whole life being told that sex is bad. Spending your whole life up until that point with no interaction with your vagina. I mean, I've been fluffy my whole life, so I don't even know what she really looks like. Uh, And the only time that she and I converse is during cleaning, potty time, and periods. I was raised to consider my vagina just as untouchable as boys. I didn't view it as a pleasure trove. Shit, it held the same functions as my arms or legs. Like, it held no extra appeal to me. She didn't feel urges or stirrings or any of that. I was 25 years old when I said yes to exploring sexuality, intimacy, but emotionally, I was a toddler. I was still trying to roll over and tummy time was very present in my gross motor skills. Yet here I was trying to commit to grown-up intimacy. Praying that somehow my vagina would know what to do, even though we had never practiced, even though we had not studied, I deemed us ready. I threw us to the wolves and expected them to not be ravenous. Intimacy cannot be forced, and it cannot be faked. It's a connection that your souls must make, and no amount of lit candles and rose petals can make it otherwise. But the thing is, you have to build intimacy with yourself first. And this isn't something that we're taught to do. At least I wasn't. How can I expect someone to align themselves with me when I don't want to be in the clutch for myself? You have to explore yourself and get to know the ins and outs of your body, your heart, your mind, and your soul. Take a tour of these places. Build yourself a map. Call on map from Dora if need be. I remember the conversations about intimacy and sex I'd have with my mom as a teenager and they were just way in left field. I I was so drawn to love that I had questions and I wanted answers. And they were vaguely helpful, I guess. I mean, I remember her telling me that marriage had to have more than sex to sustain it. There has to be intimacy and connections because you won't always like your spouse. You Sometimes they'll get on your nerves, but you will, you should, always have love in your heart for them. And she would tell me, you know, sex fades. Her exact words were, and I quote, You think I want your daddy climbing over me all the time? I know. Disturbing. It showed me, though, what qualified as intimacy. My dad, till this day, gives my mother a massage, a foot massage every night. He prepares her food before his. He opens every single door that she walks through or the car door for her. He runs her bath water. He's done this their whole marriage. And I think they've been married for 19 or 20 years now. 20 years worth of these tasks. That's intimacy. I remember my mom randomly offering to buy me a dildo in my teenage years. She said, I'd rather you use this since they protected from some guy shooting diseases or babies all up in you. Also disturbing, I know. With this, you just use it, clean it off and store it away somewhere. Rest assured, I did not go dildo shopping with my mother. I've actually never owned a dildo or a vibrator. I hadn't even had an orgasm until my late 20s. Having one on my own is as recent as two years now. I wish I had gained intimacy with myself sooner. I could have prepared me and her, that's what I call my vagina, for the big leagues. I could have been actively working on healing from vagina-isms, however you pronounce it. Although the way to heal is by putting stuff in places and spaces I ain't quite ready for. So who knows? Um, Dear future husband, you're going to have your hands full. We might not have sex for a minute, but there will be intimacy. I hope. I mean, I'm working on it. If that fails to... I'm a good time. I mean, I, I'm a good cook. I keep a clean home. I love superheroes, anime writing and reading. I live a short lifestyle, which means like it's hard for me to reach things on the top shelf. My favorite movies are Happy Feet and the Cinderella with Brandy and Whitney Houston. And I'm one fairy tale away from becoming a princess. So just putting all that out in the universe. Before I peace out, I just wanted to say one last thing. Never water yourself down to make yourself yourself digestible for others. Let them choke. If someone cannot respect or understand the decisions you make about your body, then they are worth they aren't worth having access to it. You will hold value to the person you are meant to be with. Don't settle or be coerced into anything you are not ready for.